Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is AEW about to announce even more shows? Huge blood and guts reveals on AEW Dynamite. We'll tell you what AEW really thinks of Collision. And Seth Rollins on his Consolation Prize world title. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Uh, let's kick things off by talking about AEW potentially expanding its pay-per-view schedule, mm. which may come as part of a new rights deal with Warner Bros. Discovery. Now, we spoke about this Warner Bros. AEW negotiations situation yesterday, Fightful Select, with the report stating that the two parties have been in talks over a an extension and a big uptake, big increase in money mm-hmm. uh, for, for a while now, and that an announcement may be forthcoming in like summer or fall or something like that. AEW at the moment earns $45 million a year. They're going to get a lot more than that because mm-hmm. Dynamite's always in the top 10 and Collision's been in the top five for like three out of its four weeks so far. So they're going to get loads more money. Yep. That's how it works. Uh, as part of this, however, Fightful are now reporting that Warner have actually uh, they like the idea of doing more pay-per-views, maybe even monthly. More shows every day. Um, <laughs> It's good for us. Yeah, really good for the content. Uh, (laughs) Warner have proposed this move. Um, They've indicated that there might be a significant expansion and that this is very likely possible. So there you go. A very likely possibility. Sorry, very likely possible. That's a weird (laughs) way of saying things. Uh, AEW might even move to that monthly model that WWE kind of does. Could be worse than remember that that fortnightly model. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that... that I nearly killed us. Yeah, I killed me. Very, like, <laughs> a part of me, uh, for sure. There's no word on whether or not this would be, like, a standalone gimmick or if it would be folded into, like, a max streaming package or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, the agreement is yet to be finalised. Um, and it, But expanding the pay-per-view schedule is at the discussion stage. So in 2023, they're going to have, what, six? They've got yeah. the core four and then Forbidden Door, uh, obviously, and All In. Uh, they started off doing four a year. Um, they do the TV specials, obviously, with yeah. the Fighter Fest and, and what have you. I wonder if maybe they would look to turn like blood and guts into a pay per view. Maybe, I mean, yeah. Question for you: We don't know anything about this. So it's pure speculation on your behalf. But I saw people panicking about this. I'm like, uh oh. You know, they're not going to be able to tell longer term stories because they'll be like, quick, we've got a pay per view in three weeks or whatever. Would they perhaps do a sort of alternating thing where maybe more storylines from Collision are on one mm. pay-per-view and one... I don't know, what do you reckon? I think that that wouldn't really work, I don't think, because it's not a hard it's, brand Yeah, split. it's not Raw and SmackDown, is it? Yeah, exactly. So that would be more difficult. Um, it will unquestionably alter like the storytelling mechanics in that company and it will make all our... You know, like 
discussions on oversaturation and content bloat come more to the forefront. Um, but if they did launch this model and you know their buys are still good and their attendances are, are, are within whatever their acceptable level is and their gates are still doing good, it'll be justified. Um, me personally, I kind of like the current model. Mm -hmm. I like having one every couple of months because it feels like more of an occasion. And also the thing with AEW pay-per-views is they are quite long, yeah. but I think that the length of them is justified because there's not as many of them at the moment. So if you're going, talking like four or five hours once every two months, hell yeah. Uh, if you're going down to a monthly model, maybe you need to bring that down yes. just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, it's not necessarily something I would be like massively, hugely excited for or whatever, but in this uh, new landscape where, uh, where I think that just we have way too much cynicism everywhere about mm -hmm. every single idea, uh, I would 100% give it a chance well, and it'll be good for the channel. Yeah, exactly. But I, I will tell you that my sources, you know, I've got my little birds out there. They've told me, you know, AW synonymous with big gets from WWE. I'm talking your Brian Danielsons, your Soraya's, your Adam Coles, etc. We put this up there as a bit of a joke. They're not going to do December Dismember. They have apparently acquired the rights to Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> Keep your eyes out for that. Let us know which WWE pay-per-views, sorry, premium live events you'd like to see at AW do, or, or just your general thoughts on this in the comments section below. Maybe they could bring back Heroes of Wrestling. Why not? Or Stomping Grounds, where the poster featured someone whose main move is a fist. Brilliant. <laughs> you have a guy who literally does the stomp, but okay. Punching grounds. Anyway, anyway yeah. let's talk a little bit about Blood and Guts. It obviously goes down next Wednesday on Dynamite. And last night, as promised, uh, there was the reveals of the fifth members of both teams. One we guessed, one was a complete swerve, which I was genuinely really excited about. Yeah. Uh, because Kota Ibushi, no real surprise there. Um... Kenny Omega was talking about going over to Japan and getting someone that they know and trust and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's going to reform the Golden Elite with Omega, uh, the books and Hangman Page to take on the BCC, Kanosuke Takeshita and not Chris Jericho. He's still hmm, considering that offer from Don Cal to join the family. And Jake Hager gave up his hat last night. Um, instead, <laughs> it is Pac, which is a phenomenal addition to Blood and Guts and... Uh -huh. Make storyline sense, Andy Murray. It was revealed um, as Kenny Omega was... Well, Don Callis came out. Kenny Omega came out to try and murder him, obviously, because of what happened. Then he got jumped by the BCC and Pac, who revealed... Do I do the accent? I'm not going to for once, because no. Adam Nicholas is is a, a Geordie. Can't help myself sometimes. He All said, right, peace, he said, peace, bud. I'm in the bloody team, league. <laughs> You mack him, you. Oh, He's actually Kenny Omega Sunbone fan. Yeah, that's the revelation right there. Exclusively revealed. That, that complicates Michael Sidgwick's life a little bit, doesn't <laughs> it? God, it does it. Yeah, Can you imagine? Right. Uh, and then just as they were about to crush uh, Kenny Omega's larynx with a chair around his throat and Pac was going to come off the top rope and what have you, Kenny Omega went, have a look at this green. And it was revealed Kota Ibushi is the fifth member of the uh, Elites team and they came in and saved Kenny Omega from imminent death. Yeah, yeah, this was really good. I mean, I don't think they could have picked a more exciting set of partners for me yeah. personally. Uh, I did expect it to be Chris Jericho after the Don Callis teases, but in this scenario, that was a bit of a red herring. So well done, that's good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like, I mean, Abushi in the Elite, 
it, that's perfect. It's a perfect scenario. The Golden Lovers, uh, lengthy history. The Golden Elite has been, been a thing in the past. He's associated with all these men in some different mm -hmm. way over the years. It's absolutely flawless. Uh, and the pack thing as well. Prior rivalry with Kenny. Um, and then there's just the base level of excitement because he's great and he hasn't wrestled for AEW in six months. Yeah, January last wrestled, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been injured. Uh, me and Phil saw him at a rap concert in March, which you was did. random. He's what password a hoodie. We're like, that was packed. <laughs> we didn't bother him, obviously, because he's a very private man. Yes. I wouldn't want to annoy the bastard. Ooh. But yeah, I'm very excited. I think this rules ass. Um, good replacement for Brian Danielson. Yeah, really, really good. So the match should be pretty damn great. So, fired yeah, up. Bloom Guts have been a bit, in my opinion, a bit... Uh, but a bit I'm excited for this one. Yeah, should be a decent one. And you know what else is decent? These videos, so get subscribing. Click the button, ring yeah, the if bell. You, if you want to be the fifth member of subscribers, I think yeah. hopefully we've got more than that. Subscriber club. Yeah. Join, join our gang. I don't yeah. know. And ring um, the bell. Ding, ding. Yeah. There's notifications. All right. Let's move over to what AEW really thinks about Collision so far. It sucks. <laughs> no. They, <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> they hate it. It's getting cancelled. This is Tony Schiavone uh, talking about the situation on his What Happened When podcast with Conrad Thompson. Do you want to do the gimmick? It's one of the best ones out there. That's not ours. What called dressing wherever you get your podcast from. There you go. And he kind of put the show over a little bit. Uh, he shouted out the commentators and the show. Just what, what AEW's vibe with this show is in general. I'll read the quotes. I'm telling you, Collision is a good show. It's a great show. <laughs> We've got a great announced team of Kevin Kelly and Nigel. I'm thoroughly enjoying it from top to bottom and I'm glad I'm around for it. I'm doing both shows and I originally was just going to produce backstage, but there were some live interviews they wanted me to do, so I do them. But basically, I'm just backstage producing. We talked about it on a conference call this week uh, that we had... Sorry, I've lost this sentence. No, I'm not you, giggling because... You're doing a Gene Okerlund over well, here. Because he's like, I'm just mainly backstage, and I thought, well, other than when you're getting bullied by the Bing Bing gang, yeah, every, generally. Every single week. Uh, we talked about it in a conference call this week uh, that we had about how much we are all enjoying Collision and uh, doing it. So that's nice to hear. Um... That everything's going pretty well so far. Obviously, it's only four episodes old, mm -hmm. right? Uh, collision. This is going to be the four or five, five weeks that have featured CM Punk in the headlining slot. Good. He's back on the scene. Brian Danielson's doing a bit of creative for it, we know, from reports. Uh, I, like, I really like the show. I think so far, it, maybe it could use an extra firework or two. Maybe it could use those big explosive moments that you get on the best episode of Dynamite. However, uh, I like the wrestling style a little bit more. Mm, nice change of pace. Isn't yeah, it? so far it's been a bit more measured, a bit slower. Uh, it's a nice show to just relax to on a Sunday morning for me, man. Yeah, same here. Like I watch it, obviously, because we review it on a, on a Monday on our podcast, me and uh, Sige. And uh, much preferable, despite the fact it's an hour longer, to watch an AW Rampage, in my opinion. I think it's a breath of fresh air for AEW. Uh, I love the fact that, that, that certain talents are getting the opportunity to showcase their skills, not just Punk, on there. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, commentary. Kevin Nige, I, I really like as a team. It's just a real... I just like the fact that they haven't just gone, let's do effectively Dynamite 2.0 and yeah. do the exact same thing, but on a Saturday. Uh, look, I couldn't give a toss about ratings. Yeah. You know me. Uh, aside from winding up Sage, obviously. Um, I think if you let ratings affect your enjoyment of the product, that's really weird. Yeah. That's strange. And I think, like, if people want to invest in them, that's fair enough. It's literally the most important metric. Yes. People will tell you that it's not, they don't matter in 2023. Complete nonsense. If it wasn't for TV money, these companies wouldn't be operating anywhere near the level. But people are looking at the wrong number, aren't they? Oh, they, they, they look at the wrong stuff all the time. Like, one slight variance... 
you know, oh, I went down a point one this week, oh, it's a disaster. And it's like, okay, where, where did they rank? How did the competition do? There's a lot of bad analysis of ratings out there <laughs> that I think drives a lot of people away. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Thurston's mentions are a dumpster fire, never look at them. Oh but, God, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Collision. If you haven't given it, given it a chance, why not watch it this week? The Owen Hart Cup Finals going down on there. I think it's going to be an absolute ripper of a show. We've got the Bing Bing Game versus FTR. Oh yeah, two out of three falls yeah. and belt belts yeah. where no belts ever change hands. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait for Luchasaurus to retain his title. Seven Battle of the Belts. <laughs> this will be the seventh. Yeah. There has been one title change over the previous six and one interim TNT Championship that was just up for grabs because neither person had it. So I wouldn't hold your breath on many title changes. Sorry, Sean Spears. It's just an extra but hour. two out of three falls, FTO versus Bang Bang Gang. Genuine contender for, for match of the year. Yeah. For me, that, I loved their match on, on Collision last week, as you did. It was really There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, let's talk talking of titles. Let's move on and talk about Seth Rollins. He's the world heavyweight champion, which many people consider a bit of a consolation prize. But he's had his say on that when chatting to uh, Ryan Satin. Um, this is a long one. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, well, I'll read what he says. Um, you can't just come in and pretend that all of a sudden this title is that important. No one's going to buy that crap. 
Uh, the way I always saw champions, the way I looked up to them and I, I aspired to be the champions, was that they took the title to every territory or every town and defended it, and then over time people believed that it was a big deal. I came in when Cena was a world champion and CM Punk was a world champion. I grew up watching Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, Triple H. These are the people who did that for the world titles that they were wearing. So I'm trying, um, as I might, to kind of fill those shoes and make this new World Heavyweight Championship as big as it can be for myself and for the rest of the roster. Uh, he continued basically talking about how uh, Roman's reduced schedule means there's a void. Yeah. If he was doing what he was doing, then obviously you wouldn't need a world yeah. champion. If he was doing what, um, sorry, what Seth was talking about there, they wouldn't need it. But he's effectively filling the void of a world champion. And when it comes to it being a consolation prize, Seth says, look, it makes sense to say that, but he didn't feel that way for me. It felt like a big deal because there are so many guys who are able to be in the shoes uh, that I'm in right now. And the fact that it's me makes me feel like a big deal to me. feel a lot of responsibility to represent them and the industry as well as I can. It feels sometimes with Roman's title reign because there's really only one challenger at a time and often every few months that we are in a bit of a holding pan. I think this is a good justification for uh, this title. Obviously, he mentioned about how how much equity has put into been put into Roman's prize and then they just sort of went, and here's another championship. Here's another one. But... Yeah, for the time being, I mean, the sensible decision would have been to put the titles on Cody and have him surrender one of them the night after WrestleMania. But in this alternative yeah. version of events, I'm good with it. And if it means, yeah, you and I could already sit in here in, what, what month is it? July. Yes. And are looking going, okay, Roman's going to fight Cody at WrestleMania. But on the other side of things, oh my God, we could get Seth versus Gunther or Seth versus LA Knight or, you know, who knows? The fact that we are already pitching that means we're not just like, ah, it's basically just a, a snazzed up the US title that they tried to build up for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that he's, Seth says here is bang on. I think I do not disagree with a single word. In fact, I think it's a really balanced and fair and just right on the money appraisal yeah. of the situation. He's dead right on every single count. Um, it was inevitable that when they brought in a title opposite to the most decorated champion of the modern era, <laughs> yes. who has held the belt for like three years almost, it was absolutely inevitable that no matter what they did, uh, it was going to feel like 1B to the 1A. Yes. They could not get away from that. Now that Seth has the belt and he's here a lot and he's doing cool feuds and he's, he's over and he's popular and he's having good matches, now is the task of raising it up and dispelling that view. So he's taking the right mindset by going, it's a big deal to me and it's going to be a big deal for these reasons. Um, he's dead right. Plus it wouldn't work with Roman. As much as I bitched and moaned when Brock Lesnar was the champion, he'd just go, right, see in three months. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't make sense. Like if you said, oh my God, the next show that they're doing, Roman's, I know Roman's defending against Jey Uso next, but oh, Roman's defending against uh, Otis because yeah. he's just won a number one contender's battle royal. You'd be like, well, that's a pointless world championship match. Yeah. He's obviously yeah. going to retain that. I know a lot of championship matches you were going, Roman's going to retain, but that'd be even more so if it was every bloody month. Whereas with Seth, you're like, ah, don't know, they could hot potato the title. Who knows what's going to happen. Priest got someone that he could legitimately cash in on now mm -hmm. rather than just like Austin Theory going getting punched oh. in the face yeah. by Tyson Fury yeah. or, uh, or or eventually cashing in for a championship he could have just fought for in the open challenge that was happening every week Moving on, Twitter questions. At what culture? WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Always also taken from our YouTube community page. Another reason to subscribe. Daniel Murphy starts off. Cheers, Dan, for this question. Dan says, good morning to the two news dudes with attitudes. Okay, respect. 
Would you have MJF and Adam Cole win the tag titles? They won, spoilers, they won the semi-final last night, of course. Uh, win the tag titles and serve up a crazy twist. Have MJF go face and Adam Cole turn on him and go heel. That would be wild. Enjoy your day. Dan, enjoy yours too. I would do the complete opposite. Yes. Uh, I, I think they have to lose in the eliminate, not necessarily in the tournament finals, but if they make it through the final, they need to lose to FTR or Bing Bing Gang, whoever has the belts. Um, especially if it's FTR, because for me, it, that would feed into the whole, like, an established tag team 90% of the time should beat a super team of thrown together dudes Agreed. who don't really get along or whatever, or who have just suddenly arrived. And I'm aware that the Bang Bang Gang are a pretty new unit as well, but they're actually a tag team. Um, so for me, that should be the route. And then they should split and Cole should be the face and, and, and um, MGF. The, 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 the MGF should be the heel. I forgot yeah. the world champion, <laughs> idiot. Um, but Cole is, we, we haven't yet had a high level Adam Cole babyface top no. level run and we're getting that now and he's extremely over so I don't see any need to mess with that. Also MGF is like god tier heel. Yeah, so. he's a babyface who was literally one second away from winning the Eliminator to get a title match, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So, and also like, MGF would do a good job as a babyface, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. He's shown that in flashes. I mean, he's but, a babyface in my eyes, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Tranquil. <laughs> uh, right, a couple of questions about well titled things now considering our story today uh, RP Geist says which is more relevant for fans the amount of title reigns or the length comparing types like Ric Flair with many reigns or Roman with a very long one does it even really matter? Um, I think it's situational. I think people see through it when it's just a padded number, right? Yes. So, like with Charlotte, would be a good example. Um, She's she lost that title fourteen times. Yeah, this is it. This is it. But like, even in Ric Flair's lengthy, like you know, he's got obviously Charlotte's dad has lots of reigns, but a lot of them were very substantial and very great, like mid eighties and Crockett and stuff when he was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, like legendary stuff and. Uh, I think it's totally situational and it depends on how these reigns have come about. If you are just transparently putting a belt on someone for 20 days just so they can get that number up, yeah, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Um, and Roman's 1,000 days means a lot more than Charlotte's yeah. 15 reigns or whatever, for example. Um, but yeah, it's entirely situational. Uh, for me, I think that cumulative days is more important mm. than total reigns, but... Maybe some people are the opposite. Yeah, as my wife's always telling me, length matters. And uh, <laughs> I I prefer someone to hold the title for a long time. Not doesn't have to be as many as a thousand days or whatever. But like, just to talk about another sport, UFC, you know, it was it was ground shaking, you know, world ending news when people like Jose Aldo and Anderson Silva lost their titles or Ronda Rousey or yes, whoever it may yeah. be. You know, maybe that's slightly different because it was more sort of title defences than length of time. But yeah, if they'd have been like, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, title back, lose it again. I much prefer, yeah, length of time. But also, yeah, you'd also want, if you want to say, oh, this is one of the greatest world championships of all time, you feel like they kind of have to have multiple reigns to justify it as over the longevity mm. of their career. But let us know your thoughts in the comments. Uh, Jack Rose has got to give us our final question of the day. Once the Bloodline story concludes, how long will we have to wait for the next big long-term story? Uh, and what could it be with the wrestlers there now, as you oh, in wow. WWE? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, it's, it's kind no of like idea. they've put so much time and effort into this. Yeah, You know, you can... They're, they're, Video package heading into WrestleMania 40 is going to be epic for yes. Roman Reigns. Yes. Uh, maybe that'll just be night one of WrestleMania. <laughs> but um, I feel like the next big long-term story is going to be the 
Not by a group, by the way, but the corruption of Cody Rhodes. Like he's slowly, like long term, he's going to be a heel. The Codyverse, he? the Codyverse is coming at some point. Yeah, and people need to get ready for it. I'm here for the chaos. Not, but I, like I say that it's not going to be at WrestleMania Backlash where he suddenly decides, oh, I'm going to lose my title. Punch you in the yeah. bollocks. <laughs> yeah, it's not give me something like that. Yeah, that's a good shout, actually. Like, he becomes a babyface world champion, and he's fighting all these battles, and he has these defenses, and his body's breaking down, and he's hurting, and he's resorting to more desperate measures, and the Cody-verse is coming out, mm. and suddenly... Kids aren't being grateful enough for his weight belt, or yeah, whatever. like, he's coming down the ring with that stuff on his back. You know, fireballs are coming when that happens. Yeah! Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good shout. That could play out over several years as well. But, yeah, I... It's very rare WWE does long-term storytelling and certainly as well as they have done with the Bloodline story. But I hope that this will be inspiration for everyone not named Vince McMahon to do more of this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but they've certainly got the performers there that they could do it with. I mean, you know, your LA Knights, your Gunthers, all these people who are yeah. primed for big world title reigns or challenges or stories. I'm, I'm, uh, they're in a good position. Right you, you know that time... Back in the bad old days when Roman Reigns cut that promo about Jack and the Beanstalk and like little old Roman climbing the beanstalk to slay the giant. It was like a feud with the big yeah. show. What if they took another like fairy tale kind of story classic, right? What if they did like a Wizard of Oz storyline where Ryback tries to find a functioning brain? That would take a long ass time and I'd be here for it. Is that the second time you've gone after Ryback today? Because you did a tweet about it. Yeah, him, I mean, he's addressed us with slurs before, so yeah. I feel like we can bury him whenever we want. Don't get me wrong, I'm not here defending that guy. Although it is fun to watch him eating crisps on the internet, I will say I mean, that. I will watch any person eat crisps yeah, on fair the internet, enough. to be fair, because I want to be the, the person eating the crisps. Yeah, fair. Um, right, let us know your thoughts on everything, as we said, in the comments. Check out this video, and we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.